Welcome to your favorite podcast, Cosmic Queen. Get ready to discover soulful selling and marketing strategies. Learn how to stop overthinking everything by reprogramming your subconscious mind. And finally, level up your business, your income, and your success. Yes, girl, it is all happening right now, so grab your earbuds, light up your manifestation candle. It is time to hack the quantum field, create success that defies logic, and let out your inner alpha. Let's go ahead and get started. Hello, and today we are continuing with our super fun summer series, just taking it nice and easy and just really, really remembering what summer is all about, what it's all about, the fun that we had as kids. And today we're going to be talking about something that is so on topic. We're going to be talking about play. And I love talking about play. I love bringing in play into my business, having fun. I'm a generator in human design. And even beyond that, like my life purpose is Gene Key 3, which is innocence, all about that childlike wonder and play and enjoyment. And I think sometimes when I talk about play, people think that I mean a certain thing, that I'm not taking things seriously or that I'm talking about levity, which yes, it is about levity. It is about learning to let go and not take things so seriously and not attach so much and all of these amazing things. But the reason why I talk about play is because from a neuroscience standpoint, play is kind of the shit. (laughs) Like we actually are supposed to be playing so much more than we are actually playing. And don't even get me started on kids. Kids learn by playing, but so do we. So what is play? Play is a behavior that is as different from our consciousness as sleep or dreaming. And that's kind of crazy to think about, right? That play is actually that different. It's not just about being yourself, but having fun. It's a different state. It's as different of a state as dreaming is. And so play can be literally anything, whatever it means to you. But there are three key characteristics. Number one is freedom. You have to have the freedom to be doing whatever it is that you want to be doing. There are no steps. You have to be free to change course and do whatever you want. Number two, self-direction. It's not something that somebody can tell you to do. Play is something that comes from inside of you, something that you decide to do. And the third and most important one is that the experience is greater than the outcome. So we are not attached to outcomes when we play. We are merely focused on the experience and the enjoyment. So a little bit of sciencey goodness for you. Your brain learns better through play. It just does. When you learn something in a state of stress, your body does not retain it. So when you try to study and you're super, super stressed and super anxious, your body is not taking in that information. When you sit down for a test, you're someone who had test anxiety. You know what I mean? You sit down for a test and try to remember all the things and your body is in this anxious state and cannot remember it. But when you learn something creatively, when you use your senses, when you have fun, when you're in a state of relaxation, your mind retains it better. So this is why in school, kids learn through playing, singing, dancing. It's why now we're really seeing a push to understand that better. 
and to tailor school and learning to how kids actually process and how kids actually learn. But even as adults, it's really, really important. It's not just about, oh, remember when you were a kid? It's actually something that's beneficial to you, that makes your business run better, that makes you learn faster, that makes you leap faster. Because it helps you develop the more complex regions of your brain, like your prefrontal cortex, which is your decision-making center. When you're relaxed, you make better decisions, you make more creative decisions. And playing can help you go there. But even beyond that, playing helps you detach from the how. So as a business owner and a human, you may have heard that the how is none of your business. And that is exactly right. Because if you're asking how, you're already asking a losing question. So let me say that again. If you're asking how, you are already asking a losing question. And the reason why is because when you ask your brain how this is going to happen, your brain cannot give you any other answer than I don't know. I don't know. Your brain does not know. You do not know. Your intuition does not know. And so what you're doing is you're actually reinforcing that to yourself. You're actually teaching yourself that you don't know, that you don't have any answers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And that's why this narrative gets so stuck. And we're like, oh, I have no idea. I never know anything. Oh, I'm so lost. I have no clarity. I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, no, you're just looking for clarity where you're never going to find it because you're never going to get clarity from asking how. That's just not the way that your brain is wired. So if you actually do want to have some clarity, if you actually do want to use your brain in a constructive way, that's going to help you. That's going to be beneficial. I always recommend using what, where, when, why. If you ask those questions, what can I be doing to speed things along? What can I do instead of the thing that I'm doing right now? Where can I be posting in order to get the most visibility? When should I be posting in order to get the most visibility? When we ask these things, we start building neural pathways that are actually serving us. We start building our critical thinking skills, our creative problem solving, all of these things. And trust me when I say any how can be transformed into a what, where, when, or why. I've tried it so many times and every single question that you are asking how for it can be transformed into one of those four. Because contrary to what we believe, worry is actually not productive. It's like the most useless thing that we can do. It's giving away our energy to something that has not even happened. It is expending our resources on something that we actually do not need to plan for. And the crazy thing is, I've noticed this in sessions, is that we're trained to believe that there is one way that things go, right? which is that things go 100% perfectly right the way that we expect them to and the way that we want them to. And then we have this idea that there are a million ways for things to go wrong, that there are a million ways. I once had a session, I asked the person, how many ways do you think that there are that things could go wrong? I think she said like 7,500 <laughs> or something crazy. But that's the truth, right? That's what we feel like. Like oh, there are thousands and thousands of ways that I can think of that this would go wrong. And then there's only one way that it goes right, which is that I get 100%. And that goes back to being a kid, being a kid and being able to get the perfect score on the test. It's like as adults, that doesn't exist. There are no perfect scores. 
There is no way to get it perfectly right. And there's also no way to fail unless you don't do it, unless you don't try. And even so, not even then. So where's the opportunity to do it later? There are actually so many ways, at least, at least, try practicing this. There are at least as many ways for it to go wrong than for it to go right. At least as many, if not more. So worry, it's not productive. It doesn't do anything for us. It robs us of our energy. It robs us of our joy. And so when it comes to entrepreneurs, our mind holds two beliefs that tend to kill our fun, that tend to make manifestation super hard. Because so much of manifestation is about staying in that state of anticipation, the excitement, the joy, living life like it's a game that we're all just playing and we're always winning. But the mind holds two beliefs that tends to kill this. Number one is that growth is scary and undesirable. And number two, that if it's not perfect, it means something about me. That 100% phenomenon like I was talking about. And so we kind of fluctuate. We fluctuate between anxious attachment and resigned detachment. I hear this all the time too. People will tell me, things don't work for me until I let them go. And I realize that I don't need them. And then they come to me. Like that is not the way that it's supposed to work. That is resigned detachment. And you could have that same result of the thing coming to you when you least expect it and stay in a state of anticipation versus things never work out for me. Never mind. I don't even care. Right? That's what we're used to doing as kids. And then it's like, oh, good. I, I, I got surprised by the thing and I didn't get disappointed. But going back to play, the thing that makes the work that I do so powerful, the thing that makes subconscious work so powerful, that makes energetic work so powerful, is that the urge to play, play being this amazing thing that we all need to be doing more of, that is so beneficial to us as creative business owners, as entrepreneurs, the urge to play comes from the limbic system, which controls your memory and emotion. And it's also where trauma is stored. So trauma literally inhibits your ability to play. And when I tell people this, their minds are always blown and they get really sad. They're like, wow, that makes so much sense. I could never play even as a child because I had this trauma. I can't play now as an adult. But the beauty is that the more you heal, the more you play. So the more you let go of, the more you let go of trauma, the more you play. And this is all tied in with parenting too. As a parent, sometimes it can be so hard to play with our kids. And we know that it's so important for them. We know that they need it. And yet it's really hard. It's really hard to let go, to let go of the stress, let go of the worry and just be able to drop in and engage in imaginative play and rediscover that childlike wonder for so many reasons, right? But one of the big ones, I find that the more trauma people have, the harder it is for them to play. And when I say trauma, I mean all kinds of things. I'm not talking about just big T trauma. I'm talking about all kinds of little things. One of the biggest blocks to self-direction that I see is a strict upbringing. Any kind of upbringing where you were never encouraged to think creatively for yourself, where you had to follow the rules, where you never explored your own boundaries and your own desires of what you wanted to do. Creativity blocks are a big one. I think that so many people, it's funny, it's one of the most interesting things that people go back to in their sessions with me is so many, <laughs> uh, terrible to hear from moms everywhere, memories of, of going back to being a child and sharing a painting with your parent 
something that you had done, some kind of artwork and having them kind of dismiss it probably because they were busy or something. And it stays, it stays with kids and they're like, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. I'm not playful. A lot of kids, when I say kids, I mean adults that regress to being children in my sessions, go back to not feeling like they're fun enough, not feeling like they were fun enough for their parent. Overachiever syndrome comes up to trust, control wounds, all of these things. Parentification, which we talked about last episode, is another big culprit. Having quote-unquote adult imposter syndrome, feeling like, oh, I must show up as a perfect adult all the time, otherwise I'm doing it wrong, and that means that I can't play. But play is so important, especially as an entrepreneur and especially as a creative business owner. It's so important to think outside the box, to think creatively, to stop feeling like we need to follow rules all the time and be super rigid because it actually stifles our potential on such a big and profound level. So this summer, I encourage you to rest a little, to play, to reconnect with your inner child, to reconnect with your own children, to allow yourself to let go and just relax because that peace is going to create space for incredible opportunities, for amazing downloads. And those are going to be worth so much more than any hard work could ever help you with. If you loved this episode, I guarantee you are going to love hanging out with me. So come over to my Facebook group, ready for more, change your thoughts, transform your life. And let's keep this party going 